This hour of the Dan Patrick Show is brought to you by Sam and Ash Injury Law. Because you deserve what's right. Every single day. KLACKYSR HD2 Los Angeles. AM570. In LA Sports Icon. Fred Rogan is here tonight. Decades on your television covering Los Angeles sports. Fred Rogan, huge in Los Angeles. The Dean. I'm the Dean. Fred Rogan. Weekdays before Petros and Money. A USC All-American. USC's Rodney Pete. An NFL quarterback. Absolutely perfectly delivered by Rodney Rodney Pete. Available on the iHeartRadio app or on AM570. 570 LA Sports.com. This is Rogan and Rodney. All right, let's go. Fred Rogan and Rodney Pete on AM 570 LA Sports. Getting up early this morning, Rodney doing the people's work. <laughs> let's go. You know what today is, Fred? It's Thursday. It is Thursday. It is Wild Card Wednesday. Let's go. Let's do it. Uh, we're here with you early today. Thursday. It's Thursday. I know. Not okay. Wednesday. It's Thursday. I, like I like that. Yeah. Uh, so here's the deal. We're here with you th- today. We'll take you to noon. Then Petros and Matt will jump on. They'll take you to the pregame show. Tim will have that. And then we'll have the call at 510. The game at Dodger Stadium. If you're going to the game, just a suggestion, you might want to get there a tad bit early. We know what it will look like on TV. Everybody probably won't be there till 630. That's just the way sure. Southern California works. Yeah. So if you can play hooky today and you're going... I would suggest get out there off the top, a bone to pick with one of our uh, colleagues here at AM570 LA Sports. Oh, uh-oh. Got started it. it off like that, Fred? I have to. You I, are? I didn't intend to. Got up early this morning, came in. Again, we're doing the people's work. I don't need Tim Cates taking shots at me about my omelet. I don't need that to start the show. I didn't realize, Rodney, you would be here. Yes, you did. I did not know. It's well documented. I was coming in today for this special day, Kevin. Yeah, I believe Rodney's in a text either Sunday or Monday. Say, "Hey, I'll be in Wednesday." I didn't believe it. Yep, believe it. I didn't believe it. Wild card Wednesday, Fred. All right. So I didn't realize. My apologies to you. Uh, what Kevin, about Kevin? You know, Kevin was going to be here. Well, and Kevin, I thought also took a shot at me. How? What did I say in the pregame meeting? You did mention I had an omelet. Yeah. No, did I you? didn't. I didn't bring your food up once. No, he he he. Told you what Tim Kate said. Yeah, I just brought up what Tim said. No, somebody in there said, was it you, Ronnie? It was Ronnie. It wasn't me. You see, Fred, I walked into the bullpen. Your back was faced, and you were chowing down like a, you know what? All Ronnie said was, did you bring enough for everybody? I said, said, Fred, that looks good. What are you eating? And he said, I'm eating an omelet. I I said... I said, "That's nice, Fred. Did you bring enough for everybody else?" And then, and then Fred, and then Fred, Fred said angrily, "No, I did not. Not think anybody else would be here." Wait, Ronnie, what did he say? What is? What was he eating when you asked him? What did you say? An omelet. Look, yeah, that's cool, Fred. We'll just that's eat cool, the gruel Fred. from the back. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, we go to a little Seven Eleven. Just lick the crumbs off the bottom the of the plastic, there, Fred. Those, My, those weak old Thanks, donuts Fred. that somebody leaves. <laughs> it's <laughs> early and we're all hungry. Let's go nibble off in front of everybody. Yeah. That's so rude, Fred. Yeah. Right, we listen. got an office here, Fred. You could have gone in the office and closed the door and just really got it. But no, you flaunted it. You really did flaunt it coming in here with the smell and the whole deal and let's go and all that kind of stuff. All right. So, but I was enthusiastic when I came in. Kim uh, T- Tim Case just said what we were all thinking. Look, I, I resent Tim Case's comment. I don't appreciate it. Uh, I have a medical condition. I have low blood sugar. And I had to have an omelet. It was medicinal. Does anybody believe that? No. No. You're absolutely right. I made that up. 
It's not yes. true. You sound like one of those anti-maskers now. What? <laughs> <laughs> got to get Randy Mac to investigate my Fred. My medical condition doesn't allow me to share food with anybody else. Right. Well, I didn't want, right, I didn't want yes. to infect anybody. Right. All right. Anyway, here we go. We're here for three hours. During the three hours, we will take your calls. The matchup tonight out at the stadium, uh, Dodgers 4-1 to favorites to win the World Series. As you get up this morning, Rodney, uh, you heard Dave Roberts speak yesterday. We'll get into that. But as you get up this morning, what are your thoughts? I, I'm 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 excited. I, I'm I'm really excited. Look, it's uh, you get to play the game. You play it at home, and you, you get to feed off in in Dodger Stadium. Obviously, it's one of those stadiums where the Dodgers feed off the crowd. The crowd's going to be there. You just mentioned it. Get there early if you. You have to work. Talk to your boss. We'll talk to your boss for you to get if you're going to the game to get off early to get there at the stadium at first pitch. Max Scherzer is going to need all that energy. Um, but you know, all this talk and, and Wainwright, no disrespect because he's really good at 40 years old. He's still doing it at a high level. Has reinvented himself. Uh, great pitcher. Shut the Dodgers out in St. Louis. But I'm going to take my guy Max any day of the week. You know, if there's a guy out there right now. And that includes the guy that pitched for the Yankees last night, Garrett Cole. I'm taking Max Scherzer um, because I, I love the way he competes, the way he has evolved, what he's done this season, and you know he's going to be ready. You know Max Scherzer, his mindset is going to be wet, ready. Just much, you know, the way Kershaw gets ready and is just intense that way, and we've seen that over the years. Well, Max is the same guy in terms of his preparation and getting ready and mindset ready to pitch. So I'm 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 feeling good about it. You got to play it anyway, Fred. Let's go play. I like it. I like what you said. I like the shadows, the five o'clock shadows. I think it helps the Dodgers, not the Cardinals. The Dodgers play at that stadium. The Cardinals don't. I think that's an advantage for Max Scherzer and the Dodgers early on. Uh, I also like the Dodger hitting. I don't like Max Muncy being out of the lineup. Thank goodness. Not as bad as whatever people thought it was going to be. Could be ready down the road. That's the good news. Clayton Kershaw's done. Okay, yeah. that was the other news we we learned yesterday. No Tommy John, but he's done. So he's out. Muncie could come back. I like the way they're hitting the ball, Rodney. I like that they're making things happen. I like that they have some momentum. Uh, I think that plays into this game tonight. Now, concerns, A, let's play good defense. We can't make mistakes. You know, the Dodgers made a living on playing good defense for a number of years. This year, a little different. Yeah. A little, little, little different. Let's play some good D. Let's have some timely hitting. I'll take Corey Seager right now over anybody in either lineup. Yep. Right this second. I'll take Trey Turner over anybody in the Cardinal lineup right this second. I like the guys on the Dodgers side. I like the hitting. I think the Dodgers do win tonight. And then it's off to San Francisco. Yeah, I, 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 I like them. And when you look at the lineup, and you're right about hot, uh, we've been saying it all season long. When are the, when are the bats going to get going? When are the Dodgers going to get going and put it all together? And they started to do that over the last few weeks of the season where up and down the lineup where we thought it was going to be, you know, toughest lineup in baseball and where's the easy out. They started to show that in the last few weeks. And so I'm I'm excited about that because they're, you know, when you put that lineup together, and unfortunately Max Muncie is going to be out of that lineup, but there are a number of guys that fill in. And then and then on top of that, when when you get to 
as I as one of my coaches used to call it, nut cutting time, Fred, when the rubber meets the road time That's right. in those championship innings in the seventh, eighth, and ninth, and you need a vital pinch hitter, uh, somebody to come in off the bench. I trust the Dodgers lineup and the Dodgers Dodgers dugout and and, and their roster to come in and, and have some key pinch hits than I do any other team in baseball. So that being said, whether Bellinger starts and Chris Taylor comes off the bench or Beatty starts and Pujols comes off the bench, it doesn't really matter. They'll have an abundance of guys in key moments late in games that will be able to come off and perform for you. Uh, when you look at Scherzer starting tonight, now, and, and we are both of the opinion that he's going to go, I'm going to say he's going at least six. Fair? Yeah. We don't know, but we're saying, let's say he goes six. Now what do you do? Do you go with the pen as it has been constructed? Or in the seventh inning, if he goes six, do you go with Julio? Yeah, this is where it uh, where it's going to come into play in the Dodgers' uh Staff, Dave Roberts and the coaching staff, and, and Mark Pryor, all those guys are going to really have to come together on this because it, uh, and it's a good problem to have, right? Because we, you know, we've seen the combination of Trinan and Jansen at the end of the games, or Trinan and Joe Kelly, or whoever. It's been pretty good lately. It's been pretty good over the last month, and and so do you want to disrupt that? But in a one game winner-take-all situation, it really is going to come down to how, how long Max Scherzer can go. And if he is cruising through six, I let him go. I let him go. I don't even mess with it. I let him go. If he's cruising through six. Now, you know, usually around that seventh inning, though, is when you see that lineup a third time. That's when it flips over for a third time. And do you want to make that change? I would say if it if he goes six and we enter the seven and they're, they're starting with the uh, – top of the order of that seventh inning, I might want to go Julio for an inning. I might want to bring Julio in to face the the top of their lineup and then go Trinan and then go Kenley at the end of the game. Or if Julio is dominant, then you let him go maybe the seventh and the eighth. And then you got both Trinan and, and, and Kenley to finish it up. So I, I think it will dictate it. If Scherzer goes, if he goes through seven, then I think you go your normal routine and you go Trinan and you go Kenley at the end. But if he only can go give you six, it's that seventh inning that concerns me. And then what do you do there? Do you go Julio or do you let Trinan go for two and then come with Kenley? Uh, with Kenley? Yeah, you know what? I, I don't think you let Trinan go two. Mm-hmm. I think you'd go Julio. Just pull out the stops right now. I, I You know what? I think yeah. everybody gets one. Julio yeah. goes one. Tri- if Scherzer goes five, Julio can go two. Definitely go two. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, everybody goes one. Yeah. All you need is Julio. Whenever he comes in, gets you to the eighth. Right. That's exactly what you need. Yeah. Unless Scherzer pitches a, a and complete then, game. pitches seven. If Scherzer's going good, he, he said, okay, he's only at 80 pitches through six innings. And he's like, ooh. And he's mowing them down. And a lot of it will depend on the score, too, right? If if it's if it's tie ball game, you, you got to leave him in. You no. got to leave him in. Tie ball game, you gotta leave him in. If you're down by one, but don't have to pinch hit, yeah, you gotta leave, leave him, him in. in. Right, right. If he's not coming up in the, in the batting order, yeah, leave him in. Leave him in. It's a one run game. Yeah. If you're ahead, you leave him in. Yeah. So basically, we just said he's pitching nine innings. What's, what's the old adage? Uh, who said it? Uh, <laughs> not a big fan of it anyway, but he said it and it was kind of cool. I I, I love the way he competed. Is Kurt Schilling, right? He competed like no other on on the mound. Um. 
he said, if you're going to take me out, you better be bringing somebody else better than me on, you know, coming in. <laughs> yeah, I ain't coming out because ain't nobody back there better than me. Right. And I, that's the mindset I'm sure Max Scherzer is going to have. You know, he comes seventh inning and he's he's pitched a, a two-hit shutout so far. You got to let him go. You got to let him go. Uh, all right, let's talk about first base. So it'll be answered at 2 o'clock this afternoon. But we can armchair manage here now. And, you know, analytics will play a big part of this. Adam Wainwright is a right-hander. So we know that. Who plays first base? Here are your choices. You have Cody. You have Matt Beatty. You have Albert. Who do you start? Hmm. If it's me, and I know the analytics probably go against this because you want to have you're missing the Max Muncy left-handed bat, so probably on paper it says start Matt Beatty. Uh, you have options there. You give him a couple of at bats, see how he goes, and um, and then you 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 use Pujols in timely situation. It becomes to to a a situation where you got a couple runners on, and and you and you need a big time hit, and it's Beatty's spot, and he's he's struggled the first two at bats, then you bring in Pujols. Um, that's what it would tell you. For me, I, I think you start Albert. I oh, yeah. think you get I think you get him a couple at bats or at least as many bats as you possibly can because he's a guy that can make a difference. Plus the playing the Cardinals, you know, his adrenaline is gonna be going. I, I think you start him there and and you see how it goes. And obviously late in the game, defensive purposes, he's probably not gonna come out, but I think you get him a, a, at least a few at bats. I don't like I don't, I don't I guess in this situation, I wouldn't want to see Albert wasted for just one pitch hit a bat. You know, if he comes in, because if it's late in the game, it's going to be a pinch hit situation, but he's not going to play in the field probably. Who would you rather see pinch hit? Because that's what it'll come down to. Yeah. Albert or Beatty? You got one at bat. Guy's coming off the bench. You need to move a, a guy around. You need a hit. You need something right here, right now. Who's that guy? Is it Albert or is it Beatty? And, of course, we don't know who's pitching for St. Louis, to be fair, in this pinch hit situation. But who do you want? You got one at bat. This could be the game. All we got to do is knock this guy in and we win. Give me Teal. If that's your thought. Yeah, then you got to save him. I get that. Right. I get that. But it also depends, because in that scenario, you're you're going to play Chris Taylor or Bellinger in center field. I'm playing Chris Taylor. Again, that goes against the conventional wisdom because you have a right-handed hitter against a right-handed pitcher. But Cody Ballinger, who's a left-handed hitter, is basically not a hitter. I mean, if he sticks out his bat and the ball hits it, that's a good thing this year. But you can't count on him or think he's going to drive the ball deep a couple of times. It'd be great if he did, but that's just not what the, the sample size has proven. So I would start Chris Taylor. And then I'd play defense with Bellinger late in the game. So you don't I see here's the thing. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Kevin. Well, I was gonna say we can talk about this, but I want to go back to the first base discussion because when it comes to Matt Beatty, especially as good as he's been against right handed hitter or pitchers, uh, maybe the Dodgers would look at it and say that's to their advantage facing against Wainwright to start off and then having Pujols come off the bench as opposed to putting Pujols in there to start. Knowing right. how good Beatty has been against righties this season, even though he hasn't righty started lefty. much. If you want to do the righty-lefty thing, and that's a philosophical thing that people want to go against or for, but Beatty has been good against righties this year, right. and knowing that you have holes in the lineup, or a hole in the lineup, not having Muncy in there, you want to try to get as much offense in there as you possibly can. See, my my heart tells me I do want Albert to play. Yeah. I think that was the moment calls oh, for right. Albert to Absolutely. play. Yeah. I, but I want him in, and I wouldn't actually mind him starting because I think he'd play well against the Cardinals. I do, too. I do. All right, I'm going to And get... I think... And I think... 
because you're you're you, and I get the whole scenario one one at bat who do you want and I I would want Albert because multiple things can happen he's been in that situation several times where you you feel like he would be clutch but I want him to have multiple opportunities I know at you the do. plate I know I really do regardless if it's against Wainwright or not I want him to have multiple opportunities at the plate and as far as you know we can get into the thing the the center field situation but I just the moment of the game, and sometimes you got to go against the numbers and analytics, and and got to go and look a guy in the eye and go, okay, this is it. And same thing with when we talked about with Scherzer, when Dave Roberts goes out to the mound in the sixth inning or the seventh inning, you know that's a conversation, that's a moment conversation, you know. And he's been criticizing, you know, in the past about taking guys out or leaving guys in, but that is a moment with a veteran pitcher that you got to have that heart to heart. Hey. You, you got this? And if he tells you I got this, then you got to leave Max in. Um, in terms of Albert, I, I just do believe that given multiple opportunities, uh, he's going to do something big. And I'd I'd hate to waste the one game of giving him only one opportunity late in the game. I know. My, my heart, my heart is telling me, let him play. That's what my heart says. You know what my head says? You, you play Beatty. Mm-hmm. My heart says play Albert. My head says play Beatty. And Fred, you've been saying this for the last couple of days, by the way, too. Yeah, Put Beatty in there at first. Yeah, so. I like his bat, Kevin. Right, I understand. I don't disagree with you. Yeah, right. I mean, I like his bat. Lately, because he struggled. He struggled. Yeah, but I think he struggled because he didn't get any at-bats. Yeah. Recently, he's been really good. Yeah, Recently, he's been and, hot. In yeah. limited at-bats, sure, but a left-handed batter against the righty, and he has good numbers against a right-handed batter, it would make sense. All right, we, we'll get more into it. Uh, ben in West L.A. is calling, and uh, we appreciate you getting up early with us, Ben. Ben, you disagree with our take on the bullpen? Yeah, you know, um, they assuming that they win today, they got to beat San Francisco in a multi-game series. Right. Confidence is very, very important, especially for relief pitchers. And if you avoid, if you don't go to the bull, the regular bullpen, and you go to Urias, you're using up Urias. You're also telling the bullpen, well, you did great coming home, but now that it counts, we're just going to go with Trinan and and, uh, and Jansen. Uh, confidence is very important. You don't want the bullpen to go in there late in the San Francisco series and say, well, okay, so they're using me now. I guess i got to show them. Confidence is very important. You've got to show confidence in the bullpen that's gotten you here. All right, Ben. That bullpen was... No, we got you, Ben. We got you. We got you. Go ahead, Rodney. Yeah, no, uh, and, and I think that you're absolutely right. Confidence plays a big role in it, but we're talking if Scherzer, what do you do in that sixth to seventh inning? You know, if if we got it with with Trinan and and Kenley handling the eight and nine, but if you need somebody for the seventh inning, or you need somebody to go two sixth and seventh, who are you going to? And they've got a you know multitude of guys with you know Vesia and Bickford and all those guys. But are you are you then going to go to? Because you're right, the stable at the back end has been very good for the Dodgers lately. But what do you do in six and seven? You know, if Max can't go six and seven, Julio's a guy that's proven that can come in, and he did it for you last year. That can come in for two innings or even three if need be, and 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 tackle that middle reliever situation, that long reliever situation. So it's not about disrupting the back end because you know I don't think you would let Julio go finish it out, but somebody to go one or two innings in the middle right after Max, I think Julio's the guy. Ben, look at it like this. I, everybody wants the guys to have confidence. By the way, they're professional baseball players, and I'm sure they will. But 
Everybody wants him to have this confidence. This is one game. This is one game or you're eliminated. They'll all be fine when they get to San Francisco. Yeah. If Julio pitches in one inning, he'll be good to go. And he'll next be fine up. in San Francisco. Yeah. And so will Phil Bickford and Alex Vessia yeah. and Gruel. They'll all be fine. Nobody's going to say, well, I guess you don't trust me anymore. Now, you did bring in guys who have, I mean, Corey Canable has closer experience. He's been good for them this year. Joe Kelly is always a wild ride during the regular season, but he was better towards the back end of the year. Those are legitimate guys who you brought in for these sorts of situations, too. So I do think Ben has a bit of a point. Why use Urias if you really don't have to? Because, but if you, because he's proven for you that he can do that in the past. He did it for you just last year. He is a 20-game winner. He is dominant. Um, if you stack them all up, he is your in your top three of pitchers. Absolutely. Period. So, and he's available. Why not use him in a, in a do-or-die situation? And this is where not having Kershaw you yeah. know, hurts you. Because it wouldn't hurt you as much if you are Urias. Apparently, the plan was to use Urias as a swing guy again this postseason. Yeah. Now they don't have the option of doing that because you need him to start if you end up advancing. So that's what puts them in a bit of a predicament from that standpoint, too. Yeah, I, I, I just, look, it's one game. The period. Uh, whatever happened during the regular season, and look, Dodger fans, we've been here. We know this, Ben. Thanks for the call. Uh, we know here we've been this. We've seen this. You're going to manage differently in the postseason. You're going to approach things differently now. It's not one of 162. It's one of one. And in yeah. one of one, you got to do whatever you got to do to win. Yeah. And everybody will be okay with that. Absolutely. Nobody's going to pout if Julio pitches and the Dodgers. Absolutely. Win. It's no different. Yeah. If, you know, say Trinan comes out and he is, he is nine pitches in the eighth, strikes out the side, bottom of the order coming up, do you leave him in? You let him go, start the night, or you automatically go to Kinley. I mean, those little decisions, you know, it's like last year. They went with their gut. They let Julio finish out a couple of them where he was only slated probably to go one inning or two and, and ended up, you know, a couple times going two plus. And he just was rolling, so you just ride him. And so is that the case too? So it, it is you got to kind of feel the momentum of the game as well. Um, but, you know, all of this is really going to depend on how deep Max goes. Complete game. Not out of the realm. Uh, here's the, that, that's the thing. If he's rolling and he's got a one-two one hitter going, you know, through seven, you trot him back out there for the eighth. Does it depend on the lineup? Where's the turnover? Yep. Does it depend on how many pitches he has? Yep. Um, it depends on all that. See, I don't think at this point of the season, pitch count doesn't matter at this moment. I don't think it matters because everybody is fully – in rhythm and shape and in in full board. If he has velocity's not falling off the cliff, um, if he still has bite on his curveball and still sharp, I don't think you look up and go, oh, he's at 110 pitches, I gotta get him out. If he still lights out. I think you gotta manage from your eyeballs in a game like this. Yeah, and it's almost as if if you take him out and the bullpen yeah. blows up. Yeah. Oh, now no. it all comes down on you. All comes down on you. Few people will, you know, blame you if you leave him in and he is rolling Rodney and yeah. somebody happens to just get one off yeah. of him, you know. Exactly. You you leave him in with a with a quick hook, yeah. right? And if he, you know, walks or does they're starting to, you know, get to him a little bit, then you pull him. But but I cannot and it's different if it's a guy like Scherzer 
or even versus like a guy like Julio, who's younger and has not been in many situations like this, even though he was great last year in the postseason. If Julio's at 115 pitches and he's had a great inning and you're wondering whether or not you tried him out for the eighth, you may have pause on that as opposed to Scherzer, who's been there, done that 37 veteran savvy guy. You know, you're going to say, okay, I, I trust him because he's been there and done that. He's a little bit older and more of a veteran than I do the younger guy. Kevin, I disagree with you on something. Okay. Uh, you said, you know, well, if you leave him in too long and he gives up one, uh, you know, you'd probably be, you know, you'd probably be Depending okay. on the situation, yes. Yeah. Dave Roberts is not catching the break no matter what. This is true. No, it doesn't matter. He'll get blamed for everything. So, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't say, well, you know what? I left him in because yeah. he looked good. And now, you know, somebody has ran up on one, as Rodney would say, and now I'll go get him with a quick hook. Well, you left him in too long. Okay. Well, then I thought I should take him out because to me, that curveball didn't have as much bite on it. Yeah. And we had the lead, and I put in Corey Knable, and I just got lit up. It's on you, Dave. You can't, it doesn't matter what happens. They could win by nine runs tonight, and it'll be Dave Roberts' fault. I mean, the Dodgers win. If the Dodgers yeah. win by nine runs, Dave Roberts did something wrong. Why did he make that move in the fifth? What are you yeah. thinking? <laughs> because if you hadn't done that, you'd win yeah. by 10. Yeah. And I know this will mean something down the road. The guy can't win. It doesn't matter yeah. what he does. And it's really, he's got a, a really high pressure but really fun job, but I don't want his job tonight. Yeah. Because the way you just laid this out, it's, yeah, he can't win. He, he's not going to be able to win unless they win. And, and then he'll and, still and lose. He'll still lose. He'll still get criticized. Right. You know, and here's the flip side of that or another scenario on this. If, say what happens to Scherzer, hap, or what happened to Garrett Cole yesterday, last night happens to Scherzer, where he didn't have necessarily his greatest stuff, but it was really Schwarber and Bogarts, right, who, yeah, who hit yeah. the home run. Other than that, he was pretty lights out. You know, they got up 3 nothing on him early, and then a botched base running situation, or base coach, I should say, um, that, that would have gotten the Yankees right back in the game, kept them at 3-1. But if that happens, he's still going good, but the guy, you know, a couple guys hit a home runs that put them ahead. You got to analyze that. You can't get a quick hook, which I think Aaron Boone was good because sight will look at you and go, oh, it's 3 nothing. I got to pull him. But you got to look at the game and your eyeballs going, he's still getting everybody else out. He's getting people out. It's just two guys ran into a home run. Now, we did have a couple of guys on in the third yeah. inning when they brought him out, too. And I guess yeah. that's a question, which I guess is probably an easy solution if, and this is the worst case scenario, obviously, Scherzer finds himself in that situation. You probably would just go to Julio and just have him go as long as he possibly can yeah. if you needed to piggyback off of him. You know, yeah, like if if two guys hit two solo home runs early in the game, first second inning, and you he's bite your and tongue. he's and he's you know, but he struck out six, right? What I mean, you you can't go, oh, he's struggling, right? You got to go. Those guys hit home runs. I mean, again, goes back to those guys get paid too. If if Arenado can hit off anybody, it's one, and Goldsmith happened to hit one, then. But he strike out everybody else. Do you look at that and go, I got to get Scherzer out of there? I look at it like this. The Dodgers better be hidden. <laughs> that's what I look at. You know what? That's not the question, though, Fred. Right. Yeah, but that ultimately, no. that's the answer. No. If they both hit home runs, fine. If the Dodgers have hit It's three, early in the game. Fine. It's in the third inning. I'm talking about the first inning. The Dodgers need to score. Of course. Of course. But I'm talking about if, if Scherzer's going good and he's struck out six, but yet he's given up two home runs, solo home runs. Are you in panic mode and got to get him out of there, or you going to let him go because he's still dominant? Guys, just good players just hit home runs. All right, so here's the question then: what's the what's the line? How many do you have to be down? 
right. before you make that move. Are you down two and Scherzer looks good and you're within striking distance, you feel comfortable, you let him go. Now you're down three. And it's a little, and now you're in the third inning down three. And he's okay, still got his stuff, still striking guys out, but you're down three. And you're afraid somebody else can walk up on one, as you would say, or run into one. Now maybe you have to look at it differently. So whatever he's doing, the Dodgers offense either has to lead or match them. I would say if you're leading or you've matched them each time, whatever that might be, he's fine. But if you find yourself in the hole quickly, you're down 3 nothing after one, he comes out in the second inning and he seems a little off, which is not going to happen. But if it did, I think you got to go with it. I think you got to go get him, Rodney. What about this scenario, though? So let's say maybe you're down one nothing, but he's laboring his ass off. Yeah. It's like he's thrown 70 pitches and we're only like in the third inning or something, but they're not getting destroyed. How quick is your hook at that point? You let him go. You let him go? Even yeah. though he's loaded the bases twice in the first couple of innings. And he's, and he's gotten got, out of it? He's yeah, found a way go. he got out of he's it. Gotten out of it. But he's yeah. clearly laboring and clearly struggling. As long as you're in striking distance right, with him. It. You leave him in? Yeah. You let I think him go. You gotta okay. let, I think you got to leave him in. Okay. All right, we're on early today, getting ready for the Dodger game tonight against the Cardinals, a wild card. We're on till noon, and we feel very honored that we have two very special guests joining us next. If you missed any of Rogan and Rodney, you can podcast it on the iHeartRadio app. Rogan and Rodney. AM570, LA Sports. Good morning. Yeah, Freddie. Let's go. Channeled my late great Robin Williams. There you go. Um, special day. It's Wild Card Wednesday. And if it being a special day, Fred. Yeah. We have some special folks in studio right now. Darn right we do. It's been much too long since we've seen them. Let's welcome on. The number one rated. Speak on it, Fred. Midday radio show. Talk host, to him, Fred. Not only in Los Angeles. But in the western United States. Say it with your chest, Fred! From KFI AM640. You damn right, Fred! <laughs> Gary and Shannon. Thanks oh for all gosh, the respect on incredible. our name. Wow. That's going to have to use that as an open now for our yeah, show. Oh, yes. Come on. That's a good idea. Absolutely. Come on. Well, are you guys excited about Wild Card I'm Wednesday? So oh, my gosh. excited. Battle the right-handed old pitchers. <laughs> Old guys can still do it. But we're not here to break down the game, though, right? We're here for the haiku. Is it haiku time? No, we don't no. have a haiku. No boss show? The haiku at 930? That uh, doesn't make a lot no. of no. sense. Mm. You still can have the haiku. Oh, what time? Yeah, we have a haiku. Oh, we have a haiku at 11. Oh. Are you oh, okay. crazy, Fred? What do you think if we don't have a haiku today? You gotta have days? a haiku today, Fred. Shannon, what's wrong? Is it the early There's time? There's a lot wrong with Fred. First of all, you, know, you oh, heard yeah. about the omelet. Right? I heard the list. about the omelet. What was the controversy with the omelet? Everyone in the hall is talking about you and your omelet. Fred. Everybody in the hall is swimming in the smell mm-hmm. of a glorious omelet. It was which huge. Is, which is the teaser <laughs> in a radio station. You know, the smell of food brings people. Yes. Joy. Did you? Because they know that there is free food somewhere in yes. the building. Did you see the size of Fred's omelet? Oh, my goodness. I actually I mean... thought that the omelet was Tim Cates. <laughs> and I said, I had a conversation with the omelet for 30 seconds yes. before I realized it wasn't him. <laughs> it was a cheddar cheese, onion, and tomato. Yes. Yeah, no, we oh. know. Yeah, Everyone knows. Case of Fred's omelet, the size does matter. Yes, it does. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Okay, guys. So anyway, you know the Dodgers have been here. Hey, Don Rickles. Anyway, game. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> that, 
trying to transition, segue. Um, you guys talk a lot about the Dodgers on KFI. <laughs> All the time, Fred. Every day. Every day. Full segments. Oh, my God. But it's pretty cool. You know, just living in Los Angeles, it's pretty cool for the city. I love a one-game wild card. Oh, stop it. No, I do. This I is, stop it. We were just talking about this. The idea of a one-game wild card, I, I love it also um, because of – you just go back to the old uh, adage – if you don't want to play in the one car, the one game wild card, win the damn division. That's it. And and if this was reversed and Giants fans were complaining about the one one game wild card they had to play in, the Dodgers fans would say the exact same thing. Then win the a, damn division. Okay, just side note: this is a San Francisco Giants fan. You're Unapologetic right about it. But you know what? Good for you. I'm happy wait, for wait, the season that they've we've had. Made, we've made. Let me you, you both like the one game wild card situation. Absolutely, I like it because I love everything about you two. But you guys are just piss me off right now. <laughs> oh right? no, I don't want to piss you oh, off, Rodney. Absolutely, you're a horrible. happy guy. You play 162 games, yeah. and it's going to come down to one game, sure. winner take all on a wild card What's situation. The, what would have been the difference between that, this one card, uh, one game wild card playoff, and the Giants and Dodgers tying for the regular season? And having to play another regular season game, which basically turns well, they're into both a, in. They would both both be in. Right. Well, they're both in right now. I mean, that's yeah, the here, thing. Here's it, the thing. In a one-game baseball, like we're, we're talking about these pitchers, right? One-game situation, anybody could get hot. The it, worst team in baseball can beat the best team in right, baseball. Any given Wednesday. Give me give me three, like they did it last year, right? If the home team, whoever's got the best record in a while, you got to beat them twice. If you beat them twice, then you you deserve to continue on. But in a one game, the like ninth it. hitter can run up and, and and hit a three run home run, get lucky, and yeah. and and then not necessarily the best team wins. Beat me twice, and then you go from but there. This is I like this. football playoffs, though. I mean, I'm a football fan, so I don't like the seven game series. It drags on too yeah, long. But you know for what? Me. I'm not a big baseball. But they don't play 162 games. That's in true. That's true. Exactly, Shannon. Rodney, wow. I, I feel bad You're now. Me down this right is the now. first time I've ever seen you upset. Yeah. Before he's not, we talk more, he's not upset. He's just disappointed. I'm disappointed. You know, which is worse. <laughs> <laughs> right? You know, it's always yeah. disappointing yeah. when, when the, your family, your parents, your loved ones, you know, they, they don't say they're mad at you. It's like I'm disappointed. You know what, you, guys? Man. This should be a five-game playoff series. This wild card. <laughs> don't you agree? Jeez. Although, if you if you, if there Kissing were two up teams, is good. I like it. Okay. If there but, were two teams that you would want to play a five game playoff I think the Cardinals and Dodgers would be great they match up very well together the only thing would that would be better is if somehow mathematically the Giants and Dodgers could meet in the National League Championship Series as opposed to the Division Series I'm uh, worried about this Cardinals team though they're hot they're damn hot they've been hot yeah, yeah. Dodgers have been hot you know who else is hot the Chargers oh you see what he did there you know what I mean? Hey, let's, let's, sideline before before we continue with the Dodgers, I just want to get into that. Monday night, you were there. Obviously, you're there at every game, but you're on the sidelines, that atmosphere. Yeah. Raiders in town, Chargers was, Monday night. It was insanity. Yeah. It was insanity and because it, it's one of the great rivalries, yes. right? The Raiders are still an L.A. team. Yeah. You know, you, you can drive four hours away, whatever. They're still an L.A. team. And the Chargers fans showed up for the first time yeah. ever in L.A., I mean, they, they were loud. They they forced false starts. They it was it was incredible. Who are you talking about? Charger fans. Charger fans. It was seventy thirty Raider fans. Yeah, but the loudness. They were loud. They, they were, were loud. just as loud. I said as that about fans. the Cowboy game too. Charger fans yeah, showed up against the they Cowboys really too. Really did. Yeah. It, it was for the first time, Fred. I felt like the Chargers have a real fan base here. Yeah. 
Right. So and, the Char- they're, and they're legit. They're good. I mean, they're they're, good. The, the Raiders shut down Mike Williams, right? Yeah. Keenan didn't have a good night. Yeah. But then out of nowhere, Austin you've Eckler. got Cook, you've got Eckler. Yeah. I yeah. mean, they are deep offensively. And real. when the defense brings it, they're going to be hard to beat down the stretch. I said this uh, on, on Monday that the Chargers are, they just showed they're, they're, they're another level above the Raiders. The Raiders, yeah. although 3-0, and good team. They're probably a year or so away, I think, still. Chargers are going to be in the conversation all, all year long. And Bosa was right about Carr. He sees it twice a year. You know, when you pressure him a little bit, he uh, he starts to panic. Fred's like, all right, I'm done with this. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I and you know what? We Actually, we were going to commit an entire three-hour show to you coming in and yeah. talking about the Chargers. When is well, it we, lit? When is we it have lit? a job to do, so we have to go down the hall a little no, bit. No, no, not you know, today. Well, not yet. I mean, just saying, in a couple minutes, Wild we're going to have to. You don't have would anywhere you, to go. Yeah, but yeah, would you call that a job that we do down there? No. Ah, that's a good choice. All right, so you're concerned about the, the about the Cardinals, this, this Cardinals team. I am. Just because they've won, what, 20 of the past 25 or yeah, something Yeah, no, like they've that? been on fire, Shannon. Yeah. But the Dodgers have been on fire at home. Right. And they're playing at home. Now, here's, I think, a big thing. And how it will play out will be interesting. The shadows at 5 o'clock at Dodger Stadium. Adam Wainwright is not throwing a 150-mile-an-hour fastball. He's got some movement on the ball. It'll make it more difficult to see or n- negotiate in those shadows. Is that a 6.30 start? Is it 5.10. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's bad. Yeah, but... <laughs> Uh, conversely, Max Scherzer is the best in baseball. At and Rodney, you sat behind home plate and saw it. Mm-hmm. Spotting the ball wherever he wants mm-hmm. it is where it ends up. Yeah. If he wants it two inches off the plate yeah. on the left side, Wainwright's pretty good too. Yeah, Wayne, <laughs> Wainwright is pretty good. Yeah. Wainwright, I think, has more movement to the ball. So how Which those makes shadows it difficult play, in the shadows? I know, yeah. but on the other hand, the Dodgers are playing at Dodger Stadium where they've dealt with those shadows. Not a lot, but they've played some early games. Who do you so think, I think that counts. Who do you think is going to be the star of the game? Like, who do you think it's going to come down to? You see how he looked at me? It's going to come down to me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were, even though you were looking at me, I thought you were talking to Rodney. I'm going oh. T.O. Albert. T.O. Albert's going to come up big against his old team. Okay. At some point, we talked about whether he starts or whether he comes off the bench. I think he has a big moment in this game. He's a big man. Albert Pools. He is the size of a house. And then some. Yeah. I'm going to say Trey Turner. I was going to say Trey Turner also. I'm going to say Trey Turner. Okay. I think he's going to do his thing. I think he play well. But you're talking about moments of the game. Right. I think it's it's Albert's going to have the moment. If Albert comes in seventh, eighth inning, whatever, to pinch hit, that place is going to go crazy. Yeah. It's going to go absolutely crazy. I'm so excited, you guys. I have chills. Yeah, well, you know what? Are they multiplying? No, no, we're not doing a Greece reference in 2021, Rodney. Okay, let's keep it topical for the love of God. It was 40 years ago, Rodney. Greece. Still at the top of my mind, though. All right, you guys have a show to do. Thank yes. you for that hanging out. That was almost yes. a friend line. I know, right? Omelets for everybody tomorrow. Omelets. Everybody tomorrow. omelets. Gary Thanks, and Shannon, guys. they start at 10 on uh, KFI AM 640. Thank you, guys. uh, Best at what they do. Thanks, guys. Thank you. you. All right. Well, there they go. (laughs) Now they're singing Greece. John Travolta's in the room. I love it. As they walk out. 866-987-2570. We're here for you. Let's open the phone lines. Thoughts as we get ready to go tonight. Take a few calls next. Petros and Money. Hey, it's the red, white, and what? Gold blue. Exactly right. Yeah, it ain't the red, white, and orange. No, it ain't the red, white, and foreign blue. Yeah. God, I love these Dodgers.
Love America. America loves these Dodgers, too, especially on the radio. America! Go Blue! The Petros and Money Show. Weekdays at 3 on your official playoff home of the Dodgers. Jacob. Bringing you L.A.'s best sports talk weekdays, noon to 3. Bogan and Rodney. So I say D. I say D-O. D-O-D. Oh, yeah. D-O-D-G. Let it flow. D-O-D-G-E-R-S. Team, 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 team. Oh, I say O-M. O-M-A. O-M-A-L. O-M-A-L-L-E-Y. Oh, really? No O'Malley. Sandy Koufax. Oh, my God. You don't like to let this go, Fred? Come on, we gotta let this go. How much you gonna let it go? I like it. J-I-N-T. I do remember. Didn't we hear this at the Grammy Museum when we went down there? Absolutely. This is where we heard this, right? Yep. Yes, yeah. Okay, uh, so we're in early today to get you ready. Wild card out at the stadium tonight. You'll hear it right here on the radio station. We're on till noon. Petros and Matt will jump on. Then Tim will have the pregame show. Then we've got the game. Uh, we opened the phone lines and said, okay, weigh in. What do you think as you get ready for the wild card tonight? We're here for you. Rod in Norwalk, appreciate you calling. Good morning to you. Good morning, fellas. Um, I just uh, have a take um, prediction. Um, I think Bellinger's going to come through in a big, important spot. He has before every postseason. He's bad like a buck fifty, like he is right now. Last year, Game Seven NLCS, he comes through with a game-winning home run to send us to the World Series. I just have a feeling that this guy's going to come through. Uh, he, he didn't just forget how to hit. He's a ball player. We all know he had injuries. Chris Taylor, same thing. He's had a bad neck. I think all this rest is going to do those two guys well. And can't forget about those guys. Those guys are big game players. And um, I think they're going to have something uh, something up their sleeve tonight. Rod, thanks for the call. Uh, okay. Cody Bellinger, I would not start him. Doesn't mean he can't come through with a big hit. But he'll have to just run into one, basically. Even with uh, even with Muncy being out and him being a left-handed bat, you wouldn't start start Cody, huh? No, I mean I'm not speaking for Doc, but I'm playing Beatty. I At think first base. Yeah, I think he had a better and, chance. And of the so ball. you're playing Chris Taylor in center field? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just think Beatty's got a better chance to hit the ball. If Bellinger had shown any luck. But defensively, I know. I know. But, you know, because what you're going to, you know, what you're adding with Bellinger in center field is you're you're getting, you know, you're getting that keeping a double to a single. You're getting that guy could possibly throw somebody or nobody's running on him on a base hit to center field from second base. Um, you're getting those little things defensively that don't always show up but are big in big-time games. So. You know, given that he's a left-handed bat, I might be apt to start him. Over Taylor? And let Chris Taylor come in in moments that you're going to need him because he's he's been clutch. You know, he's been very clutch in a lot of situations um, that you can plug him in. And when it's time for a defensive move, then whether it's Beatty or, or Albert, then you move Cody to first base and you let Chris, Chris Taylor play center field. Yeah. I just... I'm looking at it like it's Bellinger or it's Beatty. Is Lux not an option because he's just so green in the yeah. outfield? Is that the problem? Yeah. Knowing as good as he's been hitting the ball the last yeah. month. I think you, you save him as a pinch hitter. Yeah. 
But I, I think he could be a liability on defense. I just he's he's not played enough outfield in in in, in just not played enough outfield to be in a one game situation. This is a series, and maybe yeah, but this is a one game one and done situation. I don't think you risk it. All right, so that would mean you have Lux coming off the bench. That's not a bad guy. Not at all. All right, if you don't start pool holes, you have him coming off the bench. You'll so be saying Beatty starts at right. I mean, starts at first base. Would you start Beatty at first base? I might, but to my to my point on my gut, I'm I'm kind of with you on the gut feels feels Albert and head says Beatty because of the, the matchup and lefty righty. Um, I just I just want I I want the juice of Albert early in the game, and I, I want I want him to have multiple at bats rather than bringing him in for a one attempt situation because you're not going to use him for defense at the end of the game. So if it, if he bats late in the game, he's not going to probably stay in the game. Um, so. I almost want him to have one, two, or three of bats. All right, let's take uh, let's take Zach in Long Beach. Zach, good morning to you. Go ahead. Good morning, Rogan and Rodney, and to all the Dodger fans out there, fellas. I just we are the deepest we've ever been, in my opinion, the franchise the franchise of the Dodgers. We got. I know Kershaw's out. I know Bauer had his thing, and I know Muncie's out now, and I know Bellinger's been struggling, but we are still so deep and our pitching is good and I just I'm not worried about this game fellas I'm really not and I think we're going to take the Giants on and uh you know we're going to make a big statement game one you know Bueller will be on the mound and I might be asking for a lot now with Bellinger you know just to start seeing beach balls out of nowhere again but hitters know when you're in a slump it takes a little time to get out of it and maybe you know God's going to bless the Dodgers and he's just going to start seeing beach balls again I don't know but Hey, we're bleeding blue today, baby. Go Dodgers and have a good day, Rogan and Rodney. Thanks, Zach. Uh, yeah, yeah, he had a big home run in that comeback win they had not too long ago. Yeah, he did. You know, Zach mentioned one thing, and I think we should touch on it real quick, Rodney. Uh, the Trevor Bauer story, and he just mentioned Trevor Bauer. And uh, if you didn't see it, Trevor Bauer posted something to social media, a uh, little video, and said, I'll be having more baseball-related content soon, and one part of my situation has been resolved. Uh, Dylan Hernandez of the Times wrote about it today and said, why now? Why now? You've got the wild card game. You've got the playoffs starting. Why now? No one's heard from you. Why did you have to do it now? It's kind of narcissistic. Why in the world would you insert yourself into something where you caused a problem and you're not a part of it. Dylan also referenced uh, Trevor's lawyers who openly said in a statement, we don't want to be a distraction, so we're going to stay quiet. They said that. But he did this on his own. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's uh, it's bad. It, it's bad all around. I mean, nobody wants to hear from him now. I don't know if people really want to hear from him at all when it comes to his YouTube channel and all the things he's, he may have to say. But clearly, it, it was on his part. Thought it was the right timing for him to say something, and it clearly is not. Clearly, is not. You can't say I one brown. I don't want to be a distraction, and then you're really going out of your way to be a distraction. This is the guy the Dodgers signed. This was the concern when they originally thought about signing him. Not that he couldn't pitch; that wasn't an issue. It was everything else that came with it. And now the situation he finds himself in. And now, even now, team is ready for the playoffs. Quite frankly, he's an afterthought.
out of sight, out of mind. But I'm going to insert myself now yeah. to let everybody know I'm around. And maybe that, more than anything, speaks to you don't want that guy on your team. If he's really a team guy, a true team guy, he knows better, Rodney. He does, but he's feeling, you know, he's who knows what kind of emotions he's going through and dealing with all of this, not being a part of this team, knowing that he was, you know, brought here to help them win a championship and things were, you know, going well. He was going to he was going to be very much a part of the Dodgers run to a championship. Um and then to see it happening today, who knows what that triggered in him is like I'm I, what kind of feelings he's going through. Not to say it gives him any kind of excuse to be, you know, out there causing a distraction, but I'm sure he's going through a whirlwind of of, of emotions that he's not a part of this playoff run. And which he as a guy that grew up here and from here, signed a big deal here, uh, to go try to win a championship, he's not being a part of it. Yeah, he's running through it, but you gotta fight that and and, and for the greater good. If you care anything about teammates, people in general, then you keep your mouth shut. Not not now's not the time. Okay, one hour down for us on early today to get you ready for the game, which you'll hear right here on AM570. When we come back, top of the hour, Ned Coletti will join us.